In addition to the Dewey Principle, the Rilke Principle and the Jesus Principle that I've been talking about in the last few episodes, those of you that have been brave enough to follow these voice notes for some distance will remember that there are a couple of other things that I also like to talk about. One of them is that we should trust our instincts, that we should, if you like, trust the ideas, the suggestions that our non-conscious brains throw up into our consciousness by suggesting things that we might be interested in, something we might like to follow up, even though at the time we don't quite know why we're doing it. One of those, one example of that, is, is that Quite early on in this sequence, I think probably during series one or very shortly afterwards, I made four or five episodes, which I never published, about the philosophy of the American Saul Kripke, and in particular his book Naming and Necessity, which I think is one of the books I have read in my life which I disagree with more than almost anything else I've ever read. And at the time, I didn't quite see, follow, understand why I had this interest. But subsequently, you'll be aware that, that I've made a number of these voice notes about the problem of naming, and particularly about the problem of naming things and imagining that because we've given them a name, there must be something out there that we're naming. And four or five episodes ago, I talked about collective nouns here. You know, we think that when we talk about the French, there is something that characterizes the French over and above the fact that they happen to be born in a particular piece of geography. I don't think that. I think that the use of collective nouns, although it can be useful sometimes, by and large misleads us and misleads us quite systematically. So that's an example, along with the idea of following our noses, of allowing ourselves to pursue things that seem interesting, even if we can't quite see where, where they're going. The two together are two more pieces of equipment, two more, if you like, tools that can help us to escape from our own past. If we always expect to understand the things that we're doing, understand even the things that we're saying, understand why we're making this particular episode of this podcast sequence at the time we're making it, if all those are true of us, then we are substantially enthralled to the past. We're in substantially enslaved to the past because the past and its expectations and its interests and its language, its concepts and what it thinks is possible because it thinks that what has happened is all that is possible, all of that tends to constrain us and make us think that we can't find anything new, that there is no new thing under the sun, which is a third theme that has run through all 100 and whatever it is, 35 to 40 episodes. And so now we find ourselves in the strange position when we start talking about the self of imagining that because most of us have names, the name must name some fixed thing. This is what Kripke calls a rigid designator. But I don't think that we are fixed 
at all. We may have fixed genetics and we certainly have pasts and those pasts are by and large unrevisable. But the fact that the past is unrevisable doesn't mean that the future cannot be redirected or cannot, as you might say, be recreated or created from from scratch, created anew. And so the notion that there is a name and that the name has a bearer and that the bearer is fixed is something that I would very strongly challenge. I would say instead that it is the essence of understanding life in terms of becoming, which is something that is a very old theme in philosophy, certainly found in Nietzsche, certainly found in Heidegger, certainly found in most of the people who've written and thought about these things in the last 200 years or so, that the notion that life is about becoming means that life is about finding new ways to direct ourselves, new things to become in each day, in each hour, in each minute. And one of the ways that we can do that is by not prescribing too much what should be as we think, our future. And again, if we go back, you'll remember that very early on, following my eldest daughter here, we talked about the difference between gardeners and architects. And I think that the point I was making in the last very short episode about allowing our self-image from the past to dictate our future is when we fall very firmly into the architectural metaphor because we have already decided what it is we want to build and then the matter is simply to draw the plans in order to build it, where the creative process, and of course this is true of architects too at the beginning, is that you're actually in the process of shaping something completely new that hasn't been built before and that's much more in the gardening kind of category. So I don't think that the person I will be tomorrow is dictated by the person that I've been in the past. Of course, a lot of people, this is partly why I'm so interested in and opposed to determinism, a lot of people will say that this is just a fantasy or wishful thinking and that I'm as predictable as they come and that they almost know what I'm going to say next before I say it. Well, congratulations if you do. I can assure you that I don't know what I'm going to say next And I'm very much of the view that the very first time that I realise I believe a lot of what I'm saying is when I hear myself saying it. And that, of course, is exactly the way the non-conscious brain works. It is doing things all the time, millions and millions of things all the time, and it throws a few of them up into consciousness And it doesn't always explain why, because it maybe doesn't know. It may just be as instinctive as it is for anybody else or anything else. But there still is merit in following our noses, in trusting what our non-conscious suggests that we should be interested in. Because who knows, we may eventually come along some distant day, in Rilke's words, to understand why in the process of finding an answer to a question that we have been asking for a very long time.